Everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Locals Podcast. It's your girl Allison on the mic and today is a solo episode. It's just you and I and I couldn't be more excited. I have not done a solo episode in what seems like forever so I'm excited that you're here. Get a comfy spot if you have the luxury of doing so or if you're in your car. Hey, Hope you're getting to your destination safe and I'm just excited to just talk and kind of have a little bit of a heart to heart. This episode is pretty unique because I am totally being inspired by Dom Roberts, which is actually the founder of the Uncomfortable Organization slash the Uncomfortable Podcast. Dom is very much known for all of her contributions to the Black Lives Matter movement that has re-sparked up this past summer and as we move forward, but she actually went viral for many of her graphics that she created during the movement to bring awareness, and people like Reese Witherspoon were reposting them, and obviously all of like the top-line influencers were also pushing them out in return, which gave her a platform which I'm so thankful for Dom is such a light and if you ever want to get informed on just the Black Lives Matter movement and kind of hearing from a black young voice I highly recommend listening to the uncomfortable podcast which shout out to Dom definitely is not listening to this but she inspires me so much to honestly have a voice and be so unapologetic with it I actually listened to I I was introduced to Dom by a YouTuber that I watch and they went to a similar situation college-wise as myself and they went to a college that was faith-based and it's just interesting to know that like people like her know exactly what I'm going through even if we all are Christians or so forth and I guess with that being said I'm probably going to be using a lot of Christianese and if you're not familiar with that vernacular Christianese is just kind of I guess slang for like Christian talk and there's some words that I'll obviously clarify because I know not everyone is a Christian that listens to this podcast and I do not want anyone to ever feel singled out or feel like they don't know anything that I'm saying because that would not be fair. But the emphasis of this podcast today and the episode that I would really love for you guys to just to kind of hear me with an open mind is I'm going to be sharing five uncomfortable truths that I've been learning. This is definitely a heart to heart type of podcast because I without a doubt, like many people would say, this year has been hands down such a year that I had to do a lot of internal thinking and a lot of just reflecting upon my own thoughts 
reevaluating some of my morals, pushing myself to still be an advocate for things while simultaneously hearing people out and being open-minded. As you can see, a lot is running through my mind. So I tried to lump everything up in five topics that I've been learning this year and that I'm continuing to learn. I know that I may listen to this in a year from now and be like, wow, I have improved so much or maybe look at it and realize I have not improved and I need to hold my words accountable. So I'm going to be sharing that and I am so excited that you're here and yet you're willing to listen to me share these truths with you. Okay, so the first truth that I would like to start off with is that you do not have to befriend everyone. I know that this is interesting because many of you may not deal with this, but I myself have a very hard time because I quickly befriend people. I remember vividly actually going into my freshman year of college and it was college or his freshman orientation week. And the amount of numbers that I collected that week was ridiculous because till this day, I'll look at like my in section within the alphabet and there'll be like Natalie this and Natalie that. And I'm like, where do I even begin to start to categorize these people and familiarize myself with which Natalie it is? I mentioned that because I don't know why, but as freshmen, and honestly, I think that you should go into college this hungry, but you're hungry for friendship because most likely you're not going to college with majority or any of your close friends that you were in high school with, and you want to start fresh. You want to start new and meet new people, which I think is awesome, and I highly recommend that. But as you progress in your college career, you quickly realize that you do not have to befriend everyone because not everyone wants to be your friend or not everyone meshes with you. That's one of the biggest things that I've learned over time. I have many friends from my hometown that will continue to be some of my closest friends. And that's because we put in the work into our friendships. And I don't have a doubt in my mind that our friendship lacks in any areas just because we obviously weigh each other out. But in college, it definitely made me realize that I do not have to befriend everyone. Some people are strictly in your life for seasons and they come and they go and they may come back and that is okay. But if you are clinging on to friendships that are obviously dying out and you may be the only one that's putting in the weight and they're not doing the same. I don't think that it's worth it. Um, and I know that may be a little too blunt, but as a 2020 revelation, I have realized that many friendships obviously don't last for multiple reasons. I'm not going to get into all of the reasons, but if you clearly are putting in the time and the work and the other person is not, obviously let them have their time if you think that's necessary. But if it's not, just enjoy it and embrace the time that you had with them. Make sure that you cherish those moments and continue to live your life, continue to make new friends, continue to enjoy living 
life in solitude if you think that's the best thing for you at that given season or whatever the case may be but just realize that you do not have to befriend everyone because sometimes befriending everyone does is not the option and this is really hard for me to say because as I'll get into it in another lesson that I've been learning is that you do not have to please people all of the time you know that that can become restless so yeah that's the first thing that I've been learning and it's just that I do not have to befriend everyone and I also need to redefine what I categorize as friends so that's the first truth Ooh, this is a truth that I'm still learning and that's why I preface um, at the beginning of this episode that many of these truths I am still learning and I am still practicing till this day but this truth is so good that I think many of you guys need to hear it. Productivity does not mean a packed to-do list. Ooh, I am by far the queen of having a to-do list. Every day I have a to-do list and I stick to that to-do list and I'll be quite honest with you. If I do not complete everything off of my to-do list, I I, I kind of get shameful of myself and I'm like, wow, I was not productive today. Meanwhile, I may have gotten through half of my to-do list or meanwhile I may have gotten only three dones three things done off of my to-do list well I can't talk um but yeah you get what I'm saying I slowly am realizing during this whole corona time that productivity it looks different um I don't think productivity means that I have a 10 slot to-do list every day and I need to get everything done off of that to-do list and if I don't get everything done I'm not being productive I think productivity also looks like rest um and I'm actually I think that corona has taught me how to slow down and be still which I'm so thankful for And if you are still in that weird position where you're still feeling like, wow, I have to be working 24-7 in order to feel productive, I hope and I pray that you can learn that productivity simply means I need a day or two or three to sit here and do the bare minimum. That is okay. Trust me, it really is okay. Because As you have seen, we have so many days within a year, so many days, and whatever you're working on, whatever you're striving towards, there will always be another day for you to start fresh, to start new, and I have learned that. It it took some time, y'all. It really took some time because I, it's hard. It really is hard for me because I am a busy body to its core. But as someone that was dealing with kind of some health issues at the top of this year, I realized that productivity also means rest. I had to actually go on a weekend fast. Wow, it feels like I did that fast actually like years ago, but it was actually in the month of February. And I remember as I was preparing for this fast, my diet significantly had to change. And I remember not eating 
for about two days, I believe. Yeah, I did not eat for two days. And the only thing that I was able to drink was, I believe, like juices, lemonades, water, obviously. And that was about it. No coffee. I don't even think tea. And obviously nothing with um, strains. So like no apple, or not apple juice, but orange juice. And as I was doing those that fast, I, I realized that I was being very lethargic, obviously, because there was no food in my system. But I remember feeling the need to be doing things. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm so, I'm going to be, you know, behind on schoolwork. And I have to take a day off of school to do this procedure and da 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 And like, this is where the Christianese comes in, y'all. Um, I just remember like the Lord literally being like, Allison, stop, rest calm down like I'm giving you two days where all you have to do is stare at a screen and that is it you don't even have to go to school on the day that you have to go to don't even worry about it and it's crazy because I feel like we live in a world where productivity only is valued on how much you get accomplished rather than no I took these days to rest. Obviously, rest looked a little bit more severe in terms of I was preparing for procedure. But I remember, and this was before Corona, keep in mind, I remember feeling like I was not being productive. And that's kind of sad because the only way that I could be productive during that time was to rest. But yet I live in a world that has to be so hyper focused on girl, have your to do list and be a girl boss or whatever the heck that means, to be honest. And (laughs) like I realized, no, like just sit down, you know, sit down like that is the thing that is going to be productive this weekend. So now as we fast forward And we are in the month of November, which is absolutely insane. Many of you may be preparing for finals to come and go. I urge you, and I really urge you, like I urge you to do this. I urge you to take a day before finals weeks begins, hopefully that weekend maybe prior. Take a day. Don't do a speck of homework. Don't do any type of work. Hopefully you don't have to work on this day. And this day could be strictly for rest or it could be strictly a day for you to go to the beach and hear the waves crash. This could day could be like you going to Starbucks, getting something to drink. This could be hanging out with a friend, obviously um, being cautious while we're in COVID times. But whatever that day looks like, don't do homework. Um, And I know that's kind of insane as someone that wants to be a teacher, but I value rest. Rest is something that every human needs. Um, As I have learned this COVID time, like I've said 10 times over, I've realized the importance of a Sabbath. 
I mean, our Lord Jesus Christ took a Sabbath. So why am I not taking one? I usually try to reserve Sundays as being like my Sabbath day. More so, it's Saturdays, if we'll be honest, because I am hashtag a procrastinator and I do some homework on Sundays. But I think everyone should take a Sabbath day or whatever day you want to call it. Um, but productivity simply does not need to mean a packed to-do list. I hope you guys understand that. So the next truth kind of ties in to the first truth that I told you guys about. And this truth is pleasing people will leave you restless. Wow, this is something that has been ridiculously hard for me. I am still learning this, just like the other truth that I just shared. I am a people pleaser. And as a Christ follower, it's kind of, it, it, it feels embarrassing that I say that I'm a people pleaser. Um, I remember when I was in high school, like I prided myself. Oh yeah, I'm a people pleaser. But now that I grow older, I'm like, no, that's not a cute trait. If anything, it just kind of, it, it in a way, hinders my experiences with people. Because if the only reason why I may be befriending someone is strictly to be nice to them, even though we may have drastic different morals, I'm not doing them justice. I, I really want you all to realize this. And if you're dealing with people pleasing as well, this is something that I am working actively towards. But... People pleasing literally has left me restless so many times. I'm not going to get into the story quite in detail yet, but I'll give you a glimpse. So actually about three months ago, I think, or maybe two months ago, I had a very, very uncomfortable situation with someone that deemed me as a friend, but I sadly do not deem them as a friend. And... I remember having this conversation and they were being so incredibly rude in ways, in the way that they were speaking to me. And I remember that I was just sitting there and I was taking it. And for those of you that know me, like on a day-to-day -day conversation style, you probably are kind of like, Allison, what? Because I am very open-minded. I am very, I will voice my opinion, hence why I have a podcast. But this time, I don't know why, I felt small. And I think that it is important for people to humble themselves. And I do humble myself. Because I do not ever want to come off as being proud or like I know it all. But this time I felt small and it really did hurt. But I realized that during that time and during that hard conversation that I was having with this person, it was extremely hard for me for one reason. It was because I was sitting there and choosing that I needed to people please. 
And sometimes that conversation runs through my mind throughout the day or throughout my time that I'm doing devotions. And I realize, why did I sit there and take all of that harsh language? Why did I do that to myself? Why? Because I wanted to be nice? Because I wanted to people please? That's not who I am. That's not what I was created for. I know that for sure. I have such meaningful conversations with friends that have differing opinions than mine. But this conversation just struck a chord with me because it felt like the only motive was to degrade me. And it, it, it definitely was hard, but it was needed because I feel like I am braver and I am able to be better equipped when situations come up like that. I will be able to defend myself and I do not have to feel like, oh my goodness, they, they're going to dislike me. Something that I've also seen on Instagram on a pretty infographic is the quote of having the courage to be disliked. Wow. I think during this whole election process, I very much so realized that people pleasing was a very big situation for me and that I needed to work on it. But I realized that I needed to have the courage to be disliked because quite honest, like I mentioned, I do not need to befriend everyone. Half of the people that I follow do not see me on a day-to-day basis. If they'll ever see me ever again, to be quite honest. But I urge all of you guys, if you have a passion towards a certain group or a movement, do not feel Like you need to people please for people that literally do not talk to you on a day-to-day basis or they do not know you in general. That is what I have to tell you guys. I know I have to because I have to tell myself that every day. I think that it is important for you to realize that people pleasing literally will leave you restless. And if you know that you have a calling for a certain movement do not feel like you need to be degraded or step back just because oh i don't know if aunt karen will take this the wrong way who cares and if she does slide up maybe that's an opportunity for you to have a conversation you may never know so stop the people pleasing (laughs) As hard as that may sound, it's hard because I also have to stop. But that is a truth that I've been learning. It literally leaves you restless. So take care of yourself and stop people-pleasing. So the fourth truth that I've been learning is that silence speaks volumes. And I know that may be a little contradictory because I just told you to voice your opinions on movements that you care about, but sometimes silence literally is the wisest thing that you can do. So like many of you guys know, I am, I would like to say that I'm very open-minded and this is something that I personally am thankful for. I'm thankful that I have an open mind. 
However, this year has taught me that my voice needs to be heard a little bit just because people have been acting up in the year 2020. But there has been many times that I had to literally stop my tongue and just be silent. And the reason why I put this truth in is because this is hard, like many of the truths that I've already stated. But silent sometimes is the wisest thing that you can do for yourself, for the people that you're around, for the environment that you may be in all of the time. I think that there is this weird situation going on in just our world where people feel like people that are silent don't have an opinion or that they don't care which is totally not the case totally not the case I think if anything my dad is very silent especially when it comes up to when people are having controversial topics or anything like that he's more so the person to sit back and observe and he'll give his two cents but his two cents has value to it like it has a weight to it it's not like oh I'm just gonna give you a piece of the cake no it is the full cake and it's hearty and as someone that values words I think that speaks volumes I think it speaks volumes for someone to just sit there soak it in marinate it and then contribute to the conversation with hopefully a level-headed mind and a nugget of truth for people to take home and kind of chew on and realize maybe that they need to reevaluate certain things or maybe feel validated by that person so as someone that is very talkative this is a truth that I'm going to be working on. I'm going to work on being silent more so that I can and will be a better advocate for communities that I may be actively marginalizing. I never want to be that person. But I know that sometimes learning literally comes in silence. Learning may look like you investing an entire month of independent study on a topic that you are feeling so passionate about, but yet you need to do the research so that when you are at the table, you can better advocate for them. So don't feel like your silence means or it's devalued in any way. Silence sometimes just means that you are learning. And as someone that wants to be an educator, I respect that. And I hope that you learn to respect that because silence matters. The last and final truth. So this truth is something that is near and dear to my heart because more so than ever, it really took a toll on me this past week. And this uncomfortable truth is you are enough. This is hard because it comes in different levels so this past week I had a swarm of thoughts flooding through my head to give you guys kind of a little story time I went to LA about two weeks ago for a friend we visited her and it was a fun time we had a really good time and 
me, myself, we were walking out of a Starbucks on Melrose, actually. And I did not know this, but I ran into a very, very, very well-known YouTuber, Danny Duncan, I believe, and I just name-dropped. Hopefully, I don't get in trouble for that. I mean, I'm a nobody, so I don't think I will. Um, so I ran into this YouTuber and his cameraman was following him. To be quite honest with you guys, they were filming on like an Android phone. So I did not think that they were of anything of value. That may sound a little bad. I'm sorry to Android users, but like, I'm just stating the facts. So, yeah, but no, like seriously, I know harm towards android users i don't want anyone to ever like use this against me like i respect i had a flip phone for half my life okay so what i was telling you guys i ran into them and i said something along the lines of like oh my gosh are you famous and they were like no and then they were like yeah so long story short they started surveying me and I started answering questions da 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 and then I don't know how this came up this is my mind slowly letting this fade away the cameraman said something like well I don't date black girls and I was like oh well you're missing out and then he said some very degrading words that I will choose not to say because they are quite triggering and my friends were like get in the car and then I obviously got in the car but I don't really want to talk much on this because I literally could do an entire podcast on it but it was really hard to hear the words that he said to me because as a black girl it is very hard to sometimes feel beautiful that that was really hard to say um but I know who I'm in in Christ so it does not matter but sometimes it's hard living in this world where that or like the the definition of beauty sadly is strictly on like Eurocentric features and obviously I don't have any Eurocentric features so that's really hard to grasp but particularly this week I had a really hard time because those those thoughts and what he said literally was like replaying in my mind but this is where God always comes through because my devotion literally told me it said speak kindly to yourself and I'm gonna read off a verse so I'll give you some context for all of my listeners that are not Christian. I, you know, just want you guys to hear this verse. It says, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruits. It comes out of the book of Proverbs 18.21. The book of Proverbs is a book that I actually went through at the beginning of quarantine. Highly recommend it if you have not. I think it works out where you can read a proverb a day. Highly recommend it. However, this entire devotion, maybe I can post it if you guys 
want to read it. This entire devotion was talking about how literally we have the power of life over death over our lives. And at that morning, I literally was choosing like death over my life where I was letting these thoughts literally consume me. But it was just awesome to know that God literally was like, Allison, you need to speak kindly of yourself. Who cares about that crusty man that was carrying that prehistoric Android phone and said those very dehumanizing words? It does not matter because guess what? I will provide someone in your life that does not have to say those dehumanizing words. Ooh, man, look at me preaching. Let me stop for a second. But it's really hard. Um, and that's why I want to tell you guys, you guys are enough. You are enough. I don't care who it is, what they say. You are enough. And I pray that you choose to speak life over your or speak life over your life. Yeah, <laughs> because that's what you deserve, you know? Obviously, I am still working on this, and I think that this is just societal uh, trauma that will continue to be inflicted upon women of color because I guess we are just not beautiful, but I know we are um, melanated queens. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, it's just hard sometimes when it feels like the entire world just thinks that you're ugly but um I know that that's not the truth and I'm just venting but I am learning that I am enough because I know personally that I am chosen and that I am brave I mean I'm brave enough to even talk about this on a podcast like what wow I am brave so I just want you guys to know that it does not matter what the world says about you or what the world is trying to categorize you because that is not the truth. It really is not. And block out the people that want to tell you otherwise because they obviously do not need to be in your life. Wow. So those are five uncomfortable truths that I've been learning. That is very, very hard for me to record this, especially that last part. Hence why I kept it towards the last end of the podcast for only the real ones to hear because it is hard to have these type of talks and these heart to hearts. But I know that many of you will resonate with this and I hope and pray that you realize that you can have some truths that are weighing you down, but that just only means that you are learning. So I leave this with you. Speak kindly to yourself because it will make you brave. That's what my devotion told me. And I hope that that can bring you life in your life. As I always say at the end of podcasts, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It would mean the absolute world to me. I am continuously always trying to grow this podcast. So if you have loved it in any way or have been impacted by it in any way, leave me a review. That's how it helps the podcast. So thank you so very much for listening to this episode. I hope that you share it with someone that needs it and have a great rest of your week.